Hey everybody, welcome back to Finance in a Flash. We have a special episode today. We are interviewing our very own Chip Highmiller. Chip, you've interviewed me for one of these meetings, so now I'm kind of turning it around on you. Pay me back. Exactly. <laughs> I will, I'll try not to go off script too much. I, however, it's not. It's kind of you know hit or miss whether I do that or not. So, um, so yeah, I guess you know let's kind of start out. Uh, you know the background of Chip. Where did you grow up? Where did you go to college? You can kind of start there. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in a small town called Franklinton uh, here in, in North Carolina, about 45 minutes north of Raleigh, uh, Franklin County. It's a uh, beautiful God's country there. And uh, grew up there, went to NC State uh, for undergraduate school, uh, got a degree in finance. Uh, it was a recession at the time, and so I, I kind of uh, couldn't find a job and, and knew that I kind of wanted to be in this industry. And uh, so I went, went and got an MBA at ECU, uh, got out of there in a uh, year and a half or so, and, um, and entered the workforce and, and uh, found a, a great firm that, that I could work at. And um, that was an advice-driven financial planning firm, and it's exactly what I wanted. I felt like I, I kind of uh, struck it rich there. And, um, but that's, that's kind of my background uh, as I was growing up and things, and um, you know, it, it's been a it's been a fun uh, journey. Yeah, and uh, and so backpacking off of that, what what do you do? You know, for fun or you know, clients listening, you're like, oh, I don't know, Chip did that. I don't know he had that going on. What what do you do for fun or what what do you like doing in your free time? Well, I'll tell you, I'm at the stage of my life where you know my the the things that I enjoy most are things with my children and my family. You know, going to soccer and um, watching them uh, excel at the, the things that they're doing. Uh, my, my son, Andrew, plays flag football and soccer and, and uh, plays some golf. Uh, my, my daughter is involved in soccer as well and, and plays tennis and some other things. And uh, just watching them, being around them, being around with my wife. We like the mountains a lot. Uh, we, we, my wife's family is, is from a little town called Blowing Rock. And... Um, so we spend a lot of time up in the mountains and uh, hiking, and I, I love to fly fish. I haven't done it in a while, but it's one of my passions, along with golf. Um, I'm not particularly good at either of those, but I, I, I like to, to give it the old college try, I think. Yeah, um, and, you know, and Chip also writes up plays for – flag football team as well yeah, I'm, I'm the I end up coaching um, whether I want to or not sometimes and uh, I, I do enjoy it it's it's uh it's it can be challenging at times but I think that um you know it, it's it's a lot of fun and I'll look back on these times someday and and miss them uh, yeah. because it is it's I get I enjoy hanging with my kids friends and um being that dad that's kind of involved and uh, so it's it's a it's I'm at a cool point in my life where you know I get to, to enjoy uh, my, my work life and as well as my my home life yeah no, no that's awesome I um and I think uh Erin's at a little different point where one of her 
kid just went off to college. Yeah, she's she's uh, she's almost an empty nester, not far <laughs> no. from it. Yeah, my mom is recently one, and she's uh, not too happy about it. my little sister's going off. So, um, but yeah, so kind of moving on to uh, I guess maybe a more serious note. So, what led to you know you said you you know went to state and then you got your MBA at ECU. What led to yeah, I want to. You kind of mentioned it a little bit, but what led to really drilling down a, a financial planner? Well, I, I'll tell you that my entire life, I have been fascinated with the concept of saving. I'm a saver by nature. Um, I've always, you know, been the type of person who wants to, you know, uh, stockpile little my whatever allowance I had, or I had a job in high school and things. I was always a saver. And, uh, and I was fascinated by investing money and having that money grow without me really having to do anything to make it happen. And so even as in high school, I knew exactly what I wanted to become. And um, you know, in fact, there's a, uh, I won a, got a scholarship in high school and, and the, I was interviewed at the local paper and they kind of said, well, what do you want to do when you grow up kind of thing? And, and I said, you know, I want to help people with their investments. I want to, I'm a conservative investor and that's kind of what I wanted to do. And so I've always had that um, in the back of my mind. I just have always loved that part. And, and I was fortunate enough to, to kind of follow through and, and maintain that focus all through my um, college years. I worked at a bank and then also worked at a brokerage firm, which taught me a lot about how the industry worked. And, um, and then I found, you know, the, the industry was, um, moving towards kind of a new advice-driven type of approach as opposed to a sales-driven approach. And, and I wanted to be a part of that. I thought that was perfect for me. And so that's kind of um, how, how I started out. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I know that's, that you knew what you wanted to do early on. That's very different from me. I, did, I wanted to win to college doing sports marketing, and then I don't think it was really until my senior year of college. I was like, oh, maybe, yeah, I think I want to do financial planning. And, you know, I'm super glad that that worked out. But no, that's that's interesting that that was kind of your path from a younger age. Yeah, and I would get, you know, there used to be a little uh, pamphlet called S Standard and Poor's, and uh, I could, you know, flip through that, and this was kind of before the proliferation of everything being electronic. So I, I still like to have my, you know, uh, hard copy sometimes, but, you know, I remember going through and looking at all of these companies and their, their earnings numbers and, just being fascinated by that, and I was—I've always been a fan of Warren Buffett and his mindset and philosophy towards investing, as well as uh, Jack Bogle and and guys like that. And so, you know, that really rung a bell with me, and I wanted to be able to help people um, because it's a very mysterious—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, uh, it's mysterious. It's also very overwhelming, I think, for people to. Um, how do you gain access to markets? How do you, which investments are best? Which, how do you, you know, filter out the good ones from the bad ones and that kind of thing? And people need help on that. And I was just always fascinated with that. And, um, and I'm still to this day fascinated by it. Um, a lot more, uh, I have a different mindset than what I did. My philosophy has changed over time, but I think that it's my, my uh, you know, willingness to help others and um, to see them uh, benefit from the financial markets is just a, one of those things that I, I, I'm really passionate about. Yeah, no, that's, that's uh, again, a great answer. And so kind of, you know, moving forward, um, 
to to Beacon now. You know, you kind of started as your background. So how did you and Aaron meet, and how did that kind of blossom into, okay, we're going to start our own company together? Yeah, I mean, we met. At, we worked together at another uh, financial firm for a couple of years. I'd been there for a few years uh, before Aaron, and we just we knew that we worked really well together. Uh, we our uh, you know culture and philo- general philosophy was the same. She was very interested on the tax side and the planning side. I was very passionate about the investment side, and we had been doing it long enough to see you know how beneficial that can be to others. And you know we just knew that that was the future of uh, financial advice was this. Uh, the format and how we, we set up Beacon to be a fiduciary, fee-only, uh, advice-driven type of firm, and I just knew that that was uh, the direction that the, that the um, market was headed because, you know, I just didn't feel like, I, I'd seen firsthand that, hey, the, this advisor that I worked for um, when, I, when I was in college was something less than ethical. He was selling, he was selling products to people who did not need those products, and yeah. he knew it. And not only that, but the corporate entity that was rewarding him for that. I mean, he was getting trips and uh, things like that from a, a process, a sales process that I felt like was unethical, and I could see that. And so I just knew that um, eventually that the consumer, the clients, would realize, hey, this is not right, and we there has to be a better solution. And so we wanted to fill that void in the market, and that's kind of where where Beacon comes in. Yeah, no, that's 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 awesome. And so, um, you know, now you know you started Beacon at that point, and you and Aaron met. And so, you know, what's kind of you know something going forward as you know you have a your vision for Beacon, or you know where you kind of see the firm blossoming to down the road. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's it, I want to continue on the path that we're going. I want to be a mentor to the staff here. I want to uh, I want them to leverage the experience and the knowledge uh, and wisdom that that I've accumulated over my long career. And um, I want to help these uh, other people, um, you know, and just kind of magnify and push that forward. I, that's that's my sincere hope. And, um, you know, of course, I'm still working with clients and families and uh, and that sort of thing as well, and I would get a lot of enjoyment out of that. But, you know, knowing that, you know, is part of a legacy of, okay, here's a great career path for a young advisor who's bright and has high integrity and who has a continuous learning mindset and all of those things that we look for in others. I want that to continue uh, even when I'm gone. And, and a lot of these, the families that we're working with now, I mean, we've, we've worked with fam- a lot of these people for a long time. And so, you know, now their their children are uh, coming in, and you know, I, I found that you know I'm kind of the the gray-haired guy in the corner, and maybe I can't relate to a, a, a 25 or 30 year old person as much as uh, you know some someone like you, uh, Nick, yeah. and, and others in the office. And so, you know, that's my vision is is to keep this um, entity going, and to to see it prosper over time and flourish. Yeah, no, I think that's a great vision and a great point. And uh, again, just, you know, a little plug here. Uh, Chip, Aaron, and I recorded a podcast together, all three of us, where we, you know, and a longer podcast where we went in depth of, you know, how Beacon, you know, got started and what was the vision and, you know, why the name and kind of, you know, a more detailed um, 
I guess, view into the story of Beacon, and that's, you know, on our website and also out on all of our podcast platforms as well. So yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good podcast too. Yeah. I mean, that, that one was a great one to record and, uh, and fascinating, I think. And it was good to go through and, and reminisce kind of about how, um, where we came from and, and, and really how we got to the point where we are now. Yeah. And it's, it's good sometimes just to listen because a lot of firm, you know, every firm has, you know, on their website, this is why, this is why, but it's, I think it's better to hear from, you know, the horse's mouth, you know, it's, you know, this is why, and you know, you hear the human element out of it, which I think is great. Absolutely. So anyways, Chip, thanks for joining me and uh, we'll have to get Aaron here soon and, uh, and do one for her as well. Sounds great, Nick. Thank All right, you. Chip. Yep.